This week on Sandlot Sports, we discussed the UEFA tournament that just ended, Shohei Hurtani, what he's doing for Major League Baseball, and the comments said about him, um, Team USA, and we even discussed some old school basketballs. Give us a listen, because as BJ says, but uh, we might just be your kind of stupid. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be our tagline. And we, we might be your friend's kind of stupid, so feel free to so share. Yeah, visit us share. on Twitter, share it, like it, because mm. we knew this might be dumb enough for you. Terrible. Okay, so I don't want to so offend anybody. True story. So mm-hmm. my in 2016, started dating my now wife, and she was working at a Disney call center at the time. Okay, it was the Super Bowl. It was the the Seahawks Broncos Super Bowl. So they had the game on in the monitors where people were calling in, but they didn't have any sound. So you, they could people could watch and could cheer, but they couldn't listen to the game. So that was the year of the Puppy Monkey Baby commercial. So she's on the phone with someone talking about getting a reservation to disney and the the puppy monkey baby commercial comes on she's looking at like what the hell is going on (laughs) (laughs) welcome to sandlot sports i am adam capperson i'm here with dorian cody where's where's coach k when you need him (laughs) and bj (laughs) thomas we are months maybe years away from a complete foreign takeover of our american pro sports Yes. Well, before we get to the USA basketball stuff, and there's a lot to get to, I do want to want to tell a story about how life sometimes has a sense of humor. Okay. I don't know if you guys have been following this. You know that the Houston Astros basically cheated their way to the 2017 World Series, right? Okay. Cheated the, the Yankees out of going to the World Series with buzzers and trash cans and all kinds of fun stuff. In fact, if you go watch the video, you'll see Jose Altuve kind of clutching his jersey because he didn't want them to pull his jersey off because he had a buzzer under there. I was well, upset you- until you told me it happened to the Yankees. <laughs> well, did you guys see what happened over the weekend? Baseball? No. Yeah, okay. Th- this is this is this is great. So the the Astros and Yankees played a series over the weekend. It was in Houston. And so on Saturday, Aaron Judge hits a home run, is rounding the bases, and is kind of looking at it at his jersey, kind of you know, playing with the buttons. And the the joke was, well, yeah, they, they keep it too cold in here, but it was really, hey, you know, we don't have buzzers under under our jerseys. The following Sunday, Gary Sanchez hits a home run. Rounds the bases, goes back to the dugout, and because it's so cold in Houston on, in July, they they give him a warm up jacket. This all seems legit. It all seems legit. It's all great. So going into the bottom of the ninth inning, the Yankees are up seven to two. ESPN had a stat that teams that are up four runs in the ninth inning are four hundred ninety something and one. Now that one was actually the Yankees a couple of weeks ago when they blew a four run lead in the, the ninth inning. So that the Astros mount a rally. And it becomes seven to five. Okay. You know, and obviously the fans are going crazy. It's nuts. Well, who's up at the plate with two winners on? Jose Altuve. <laughs> Knocks one out of the park. They end up winning eight to seven. Oh, Rounds the bases, gets the home plate, rips his jersey off to show he, is, he doesn't have a buzzer. <laughs> And I'm like, you could not write this because no one would believe it. It was great. <laughs> and I, I texted a friend of mine. I said, well, you know, which, which is better? The fact that the Yankees blew a five-run lead in the ninth inning. The fact that Aaron Judge and Gary, Gary Sanchez were, were messing with the Astros throughout the entire series. Or the fact that it was Jose Altuve that hit, hit the walk-off home run, ripped his jersey off, and so he didn't have any under his jersey. <laughs> I'm still hung up on the Yankees blowing the lead. That, that excited me right there. Once that happened, I, I stopped listening. Your story. I'm sorry. I got so excited. I was like, yeah, Yankees suck. <laughs> but so, so the best baseball player is a 23 year old Japanese kid. 
Yes, mm-hmm. and we are not going to do this, but you know what? Fuck, I'm mm-hmm. going to do it anyway. So if, if you're the head of ESPN and you're dealing with the Rachel Nichols fiasco from last week, mm-hmm. do you just sit back and go, okay. Do you just kind of sit back and go, okay, we got through it. We'll be fine. Steven, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Shut your mouth. Just be quiet and let him cancel himself. Just hush. I, and yeah. you know, here's the thing. I don't want Steven to get canceled for anything he says. I'd rather him just like wear out his welcome and, and fade. Mm, yeah. Like that's what yeah. I'm waiting for. I'm like, all right, aren't we sick of him yet? We're sick of a lot of things and we turn it over quick. Are we not sick of him yet? Yeah. Cause yeah. I am. Yeah, Cause think about this. If he, because if you cancel him, you're still making him relevant. Cause you're going to, why is exactly. he canceled? Why is he canceled? But if you let him fizzle out and be like, ah, you know, he's just, he's getting older, senile, whatever. <laughs> and let him just fade it to the sunset. Then we can, you know, get back to some real and recording. I want him to go the way of the boy bands. <laughs> oh, you want to do the Backstreet Boys? So just yeah, just get just fat and fade. Irrelevant? Just fade, <laughs> fade, and then host shows. <laughs> and, and also, too, with um, but I think ESPN, man, they, like I think they this type of uh, it makes them because they the, like the, the clicks make them money, bro. The, yeah. the clicks make them money. The read, the, the reading, the articles, catching that—they're all—they're just making the, money off a of horseshit. And you know, mm. and that's the funny thing is they got they made money on the apology videos today. Right. The apology yeah. videos where yeah, Stephen yeah. Smith went, "I'm black, I understand racism and all this." I'm like, th- "That's not the point. You're an idiot." Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, well, like I, mm-hmm. th- th- no, that's just not that's not the free pass. No, right. that's, you don't get the free pass. Like the whole thing is, if you if you want the same protections everybody else is afforded, you have to give those protections out yourself, or all bets are off. Fuck all of you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean seriously right. like right. you have to and and the point that we're all forgetting and just the horrible stupidest comments that he made is that they made no sense okay is he was he was talking about how baseball is not growing because you know otani isn't marketable that's baseball's oh. fault they haven't marketed I, their stars for the past 20 years the dodgers won a world series last year i've been watching the dodgers since like 1986 i've never been more interested in baseball than the kid that hits and pitches yeah, yeah. like I, right. i'm like who's this guy yeah right. um also too i remember there was a commentator maybe about 15 years ago and it was doing i think one of the world the little league world series and it was japan was there and and he was saying how like in the near future like these little league teams when they become pros like they're going to be exceptional and they may end up leading our um, major baseball league in the future yeah we're seeing we're seeing it now i mean Mm -hmm. we're seeing it with otani we're seeing it with tatis jr we're seeing it with with the vlad's son I mean, the, their foreign influence on American sports is severe, and it's not going anywhere. Just ask Kevin Durant. Yeah. Mm, I just made talk Team USA. Australia beat him. Yeah. <laughs> but did we call it, though? Like, I, I believe wanna, we did. Yeah, We've been talking about it. it for a week. We've been Absolutely. talking about it for a week. The foreign the takeover that, is, is in full swing. Exactly. And the thing that's scary is that USA lost by, what, 13 to Nigeria? Imagine what would happen. They would have played against Spain or Slovenia or Lithuania. It could all be we got, 25 points. All we got is football, guys. That's the yeah. only thing that's ours. <laughs> well, and, and what's really funny is I've been following the Mexican board, and they're like, well, Team USA doesn't have the full team yet because, you know, they're relying on Booker and Milton. If you're waiting for Milton to join the team, you're already screwed. <laughs> 
Yeah, and like, but you're, you have Kevin. I, I'm stuck. Like, you have Kevin Durant on your team, and you're waiting on Booker and Damian Lillard and Lillard. Exactly. But if you, uh, you know, watching the Australian game, like Australia lived in the paint, dude. There was nothing they couldn't get. Well, All the that's who's their center. That's the bigger. Tell me who the center is. Yeah, who's exactly. Center? So back back when American dominated basketball, it was big guy inside, bang the bang the block, and you know, and then have a couple shooters and, and be fine. I believe the dream team had Patrick Ewing on yep. it. And Dave Robinson. And David Robinson. And I believe <laughs> that the second dream team had Shaq on it, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah. And, okay. and that's when American basketball just took over. And mm-hmm. not only just dominant centers, but it had Charles Barkley on it. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it had all these guys that could power down low. That mm-hmm. game is gone. Yeah. And not just on Team USA, but that game has gone within the NBA. And mm-hmm. look what's happened. It's allowed these other countries to come to take over and mm-hmm. they just the american athletes just cannot compete anymore or they can yeah. just compete but they can't win is it fair to say the most skilled basketball player is from slovenia and is is jokic croatian i believe so i'm not uh, positive yeah uh i think he I don't well and uh, let's let's look at this though okay so the, probably the the most skilled all He's around Serbi- serbian excuse me well, yeah, serbian. the most skilled all-around basketball player is from slovenia or serbian or Serbia, or Serbia, mm-hmm. one or the other, <laughs> one of the other. The best tennis player to ever grace a tennis court is is uh, Serbian, I believe. I believe Djokovic is Serbian. And then you have two and three who's Spanish and yeah. Where's a Federer from? Uh, Federer's from England, I believe. No, no, uh, from I thought he's Swiss, 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 yeah, Swiss. Yeah, that's right. All right, so yeah. th- there you go. And now we're looking at a 23 year old kid who's over here dominating baseball in both aspects. Doing something that hasn't been done in over 100 years. Mm. Yeah. And what what does that say about the American athletes? And what does that say about the American coaches? All show and no go. <laughs> Pretty much. All and, show, no go. And that, that defines Team USA basketball right there. It's a lot of ISO. It's a lot of you know shooters. But uh, yeah. you guys are right. There's no one inside. And this the center. I'm serious. Nobody's yeah. answered that question yet. I believe Bam. I believe yeah, Bam, yeah, Bam is the center. center. He's like six eight. No, no, it's Bam and Draymond. Those yeah, are Bam and Draymond. Draymond is six six. Maybe. Yeah. There's yeah, your maybe. problem. Right. Well, and and but uh, but on the flip, flip side of that is, what American center do you want to have for defense? Honestly, um, give me Javale McGee if he's just playing defense. Yeah. I mean, you got Javale. I mean, hell, I'll take Dwight. At least somebody can bang. You know, yeah, you know. Yeah, Dwight would have been a good pick. He's got international experience, and he does play defense. Right. We have no one right now. Hell, I mean, shit. Uh, there was another young center I was I was uh, thinking about. The guy from um, oh god, I can't, I can't think. But we. Th- this is my point: is that there isn't that. anyone. Yeah. If if your response is PJ Tucker, who just got his got nuts run, run in his face. <laughs> Dude, we would have I'm taking like Brooke Lopez. Well, technically he can't play yet if he could, but still, like we we need some type of seven footer, just a body that can like contest. Yeah, USA has nobody that can contest. No, it, it, I know, I know, we want to blame uh, Greg Popovich because it's just fun because he's a crotchety old man. And it's just fun to to bring on him. It's not his fault. He's not the one that put this team together. Could have been Myers Leonard kept a damn mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, it, it could have been Myers. I'm just because um, I'm saying, like, I'm putting these names out here because that's the level of guy they need. Yeah. They don't need a superstar center. They need a, right. a hole plugger. Someone well, that's that, not going to let stop easy layups and and protect and just protect the rim. And that White was my side. question: Is yeah, Hassan Whiteside would be good. Yeah, 
But I mean, that, that's kind of the point, though. In today's NBA, there really isn't a defensive stopper at center. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, we have some defensive stoppers. It's just that they're not two-way players. They're like they're either like really good on defense. I don't know. Mr. Aiton's walking that line. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. Is is he Jamaican okay. or no. is he American? No, he's he, American. I, no, he's not. He was yeah. born in the U.S. Virgin Islands, I thought. I thought he was thought, um, Bohemian. Hold on, hold on. You might, or Crackstaff here at Sandlot Sports. <laughs> yep, he was from uh, the Bahamas. Oh, well. yeah. All they got is a bobsled team, right? That's Jamaican too. <laughs> That's Jamaican. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't they don't have national sports there. Are they considered? No, they are con- they are considered their own country. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, man. Like, we're pretty much screwed. Uh... Yeah. Well, and and again, I go back to: is it the player or is it the coach? Is it co- yeah. is Mitchell it Robinson? The- Mitchell Robinson for the Knicks. What you think? I got it took this. you like fifteen minutes. <laughs> that's not. It's not good. It's, it's not good. I'm telling you, man. Like we're all style, no substance. It's gonna. Yeah. It's we're our professional sports is deter- turning into what our manufacturing is. We don't. We don't really all style, anything. no substance. Yeah. We don't do anything. Yeah. But but again, mm-hmm. it's not coached. Defense defensive fundamentals are not coached in the, in the U.S. anymore because you can't mm-hmm. guard three pointers. All you can do is put your hands up and hope. Right. So okay. So you got to tell me this. So you, okay, you look at the coaches. You got Pop, and then you got Coach K. Right. How was Coach K able to get the most out of uh, his tenure as the USA coach? Well, he had more complete teams. First of all, that's true. Like we can look at the last Olympic roster, which would be what. 20 or 16 yeah i'm sorry what was the question we were talking about you know between pop and coach why were they able to get more out of the last roster is the question and i saw a meme that is exactly right you know who could save this team carmelo and yeah i sent you that uh, meme. yeah you're right jimmy butler (laughs) jimmy butler kevin durant deandre jordan's a big help because he's the level of guy they exactly need Mm -hmm. kyle lowry harrison barnes uh demar Derozan, kyrie irving clay thompson demarcus cousins well there you go yeah paul george draymond green and mellow that's why they're able to get not more out of the 2016 team yeah and we can go to 12 just for shits and giggles to see how much better that roster was there you go tyson chandler yeah durant lebron westbrook uh darren williams igadala who is an everything man that's another thing they need on that team is just the the swiss army knife kobe bryant kevin love james hart chris paul anthony davis and carmelo anthony there's your center who doesn't like playing center anthony davis is missing that'd be a huge difference in my opinion yeah yeah, in 2008 when they won one gold, so they had Boozer, they had Dwight, they had Mello. Yeah, they had guys that could defend it down low. There's your problem, 100%. And in 2004 when they didn't win gold, when they won bronze, this is fun. So they're they're, they're sinners when they won bronze in 2004. Under Okafor, Amari Sotomayor. I wonder why they won bronze. What concerns me is they have more big guys than this team does. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter the quality of them. At least they're there. Yeah. Raymond Green and bam. Ugh. There's seven footers all over Europe. Oh, yeah. Seems like, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, the team is in real, real deep trouble. Yeah. And they're going to get embarrassed if they don't figure it out quick. Maybe they should uh, see what Shoei Otani's doing. Give him a basketball. See what he can do with it. Uh, uh, something. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to bet something. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's like scary because the thing is, I don't, and I know they constructed this team to to try to you know score more than the other team. But in international basketball, I think they forget like those other teams in Europe, they can really score and they can shoot. But we just <laughs> talked about that. It's, it's not just the fact that the team is constructed poorly. It's the fact the pool, wh- what they're pulling from, isn't that great either. Yeah. And so if your pool is limited and you don't 
understand what you know what you need to, to construct it this is what you get you get just a bunch of bunch of iso guys and you just you hope to outscore them and it's not going to work also no go yeah. terrible this so is supposed it, to be our sport right it's supposed to be ours yeah right. blame it on so the dream team for being so good overseas it may take us getting a another bronze medal for players to shape up be like all right Let's take this shit seriously for you know the next. Who, who's on the horizon for a big man though? Yeah, this is this is a, a continual point. It's not the player's fault. It's a yes, system. The play, yeah, the players play an ISO game and that's fine. It's who it's how the team is constructed. And and, and until until we have a talent pool that can compete properly, it, this is going to happen. This is going to keep happening. Now and and yes, they have Dame, they have Kawhi, I'm not Kawhi, they have Durant, and they'll have Booker. So yeah, they might be able to outscore teams, maybe. Yeah, that's shit. I would have, I would have pulled a 1992 Olympics and brought up Luca Garza, let him play center, yeah, <laughs> or something, man. <laughs> shit, we're looking frail out there. Like, like Nigeria was like anything that they wanted. I mean, Australia too, but it's like Nigerian team. Was like, well, we were expecting to like you know? the the people who made the team. Like, look, there's big men out there. We already established that. There's, there's, there are bodies, but the people that made the team, like what in your mind thinks like, oh, because I dominate the forward and guard positions, I don't have to worry about the paint. Like, I just don't understand that thought process. And I, he, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Bam, but I don't know if he's big enough to play the position. He's I mean, technically a power forward. Yeah. Not, the only not six, for nothing. The only, the only true six, nine center was Ben Wallace. Not for nothing. Is Anthony Davis healthy? I don't think so. No, no. I don't believe so. That's because I thought he tried to come back. I thought I thought he tried to come back in that Phoenix series, and he <gasps> wasn't hundred percent, but he did try, and he he would have had time. What do we know? We're um, just some piddly podcast. This is a groin injury, and as yeah. of June six, it was only supposed to set him back two weeks. Well, it's been more than two weeks. Yeah. Why the hell is he not well, on well, the team? They they've had a they've had a few weeks off by now, though. <laughs> yeah. So Lakers rumors, LA wants a playmaker so Anthony Davis can play more center. That's from SB Nation. Uh, wait a minute. Now, the whole thing last year was he came to the Lakers because he wasn't going to have to play center. Am I, am I not crazy? And now they yeah. want to play him at center. Yeah, so yeah. is it? Uh, that seems like that would eventually frustrate him. You think? Yeah. Well, it, it seems to be a pattern that players who play with, with LeBron get frustrated with the position when playing with LeBron. Chris Where Bosch. have we seen this before? Kevin Love. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Jinx, you owe me a coat. <laughs> yeah. So um, there was a common denominator here, and I can't quite put my finger on it. You know, it's just it, LeBron's game does not translate well to making his teammates better. Mm. Until, until it's time for the game-winning shot, then... The passing is immaculate. Yeah, but uh, we give him a lot of shit. I just want to know what everybody would say about him if he wasn't like a philanthropist. Like if he didn't do so much for the community, like if he was more Jordan-like when Jordan was out there, what would people say about him then? Because I feel like we kind of give him a pass because he does positive, great things. I hope that school stays open for a long time. Like, Yeah. I don't know if people give him a pass. Some people do, but man, the... (laughs) I see a lot. I see them going in on LeBron. A lot of uh, blogs too. It's like it's like it's like half and half. What I, I used to, but I started to feel like I was just hating. So I, then I was like, I started to step back and look at it, and I was like, I just really don't like the way he plays. Well, and see, with with me personally, with LeBron, it's a lot of column A and column B. He does a lot of good. He also does a lot of bad. 
Okay. Yeah, he raised $7 million for the Boys and Girls Club. That's good. He did it because he had an hour-long special to, to tell people where he was going for agency. Mm-hmm. Okay. He does a lot with social outreach and Black Lives Matter. He also tweets way ahead of knowing what the full story is. So it's you, you kind of have to go both ways. He's a great player on the court for three quarters of the game. And yeah. he, he does not seem to want to take the final shot. And that's something that Kobe had. That's something that Booker has. That's something that, that Mike had. When when the game was on the line, if you told him you're taking the final shot, it'd be like, okay. Now, granted, yes, Mike did pass up the, the final shot sometimes. And the, the key thing is he passed it up to guys who made it. Like Dennis Rodman had a good point. What's LeBron's move? What's his go-to move? You could say you could ask the same question about Giannis. Oh, I know what Giannis' move is. It's pull his man out to the top of the key, cross him over, and blow right past this. Yep, Euro step and dunk can. Yeah, and Giannis has got a hell of a spin move too. So, yeah. But as that, that the last game Giannis truly, truly dominated before the finals. I can't remember which one it was. The last series though, he uh, I think three out of five possessions he drove to the middle lane, spun and dunked, spun and finger rolled. Like he just people couldn't handle it. One time he PJ Tucker read it. He spun into PJ Tucker, took the hit and laid up over the top. So. Giannis has got more moves than get my shoulders past you and then be bigger. Than yeah. Because that's kind of what LeBron does. He gets his shoulders past you. Then there's literally nothing you can do because he's a large human being. And Rodman was right. Like, you're not going to beat Rodman with that. You're not going to beat Pippen with that. You're not going to beat a lot of guys with that. Except for the fact that you can't touch him anymore. You're not going to beat a lot of the older guys with that. No, because they're just going to stay in front of you. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. You know, you ever play basketball? Anybody that does the and one dribble and shit? Yeah. 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 Have you ever yeah. noticed if you just stay in front of them? Like you don't even have to like go with the fakes or anything. They're always going to mm-hmm. wind up right back in front of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you just stay there. That's kind of yeah. what LeBron is. If he can't get by the left, by the right, he's just going to be right in front oh, of you. If, <laughs> you guys, if you guys want to have some fun. Look up the YouTube videos for the Scallenge. You guys know what the Scallenge is? No. Brian Scalabrini, uh, back when oh, he was. Yeah, in- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. <laughs> I saw the original video that started that. The guy was just chirping at him, and Scalabrini smoked his ass. Yeah, yeah. and, and that's the point. Yeah, he, he's still 6'10. He's yeah. still athletic. He went it's on like Kwame Brown said, he's like, you know, they, they rag on me a lot, but if I made it to the NBA, I'm one of the best. Well, yeah, and, and that was the point. Scott Brady went on, I think it was Duncan Robinson's uh, podcast, and he was talking about, like, guys, I'm still in the NBA. I'm still mm-hmm. one of the top 200 players of this game. Whether you, like, you think I'm good or not, I am. And what makes me great is because I can sit there and study and quickly mm-hmm. know what your moves are and quickly know what's going on. So when he did the challenge, I think he did like two or three seasons of it. The most anyone ever got on him was like three points. Yeah. And, and that was just all jump shots because he would re- read a guy's move and it would work maybe once. Right. These go, guys know what to do. I go back Absolutely. to this a lot. And like playing that one league with Pat Burke was an eye opener. No, like, I know exactly like what you mean. Right? Pat, Pat Burke can dribble. Pat Burke can shoot outside shot. Pat Burke still catching alley-oops 30-something years old. Like it's crazy when you see one of these guys up close and you're just like, this dude is unstoppable against us mortals. Like, <laughs> Bro. <laughs> yeah. Greg Kite. Uh, Greg Kite and Jeff Turner in the church league that they play downtown. They were splat, hitting it from splat, half court. Splat, yeah. Like, <laughs> like it was like nothing. And we were like, like, I'm, and I remember Greg Kite played for the Magic, and I'll be like, man, he sucked. That changed everything. That's why I said, you know what? If you played in the NBA, you got game. Even Chucky Atkins. I, I've seen Chucky Atkins play, and like Chucky Atkins was like Jordan amongst everybody. Yeah, you're mortals. They yeah, these guys are not exactly. mortals. These guys are not mortals. <laughs> well, and it's a it, it, Pat Burke was cool. You know, he tried to coach our team. 
like he would he took the time to like tell us how we like i had a habit of driving baseline and reverse because uh i just felt the pressure you mm-hmm. know what i mean he told me it's because you play street ball and you know you're not going to get the falls foul, so you're just trying to get the shot off and i never really looked at it like that so yeah. he's like quit reversing it you're jumping high enough to take it up on the front side of the basket and I was like, all right whatever so like one game passed and i really didn't get the chance to do it in the next game sure as hell i did it and as soon as i drive baseline like he stands up on the sideline like <laughs> i think i think he's really got that coach in him i don't know he opened an he opened an academy in mount dora a basketball yeah. academy yeah, yeah, he's yeah. coaching. I think he coached AAU. I think now. Yeah, he, I feel like he's really got that because he was trying to coach me at thirty years old. Like it was, it was kind of funny. He's like, he's like, don't reverse it, and I was already in the shot, but I didn't reverse it. I went there, and he's like, that's what I'm talking about. And he would coach everybody on the team and try to get him coached up. It was pretty cool. That's cool. Man. I, I went to shoot a, a half ending shot, a three pointer. I by the time I jumped, this dude closed out on me so well, I was in trouble in the air. I threw it over to Pat with like a second and a half on the shot clock or on the game clock through mm-hmm. he just catches it whap, bangs it in three catch caught it and threw it i swear he threw it he didn't shoot it he did not shoot it. he just caught it said whap, drained it and i was like man that, that's nice to have that bail out <laughs> <laughs> but that was something i noticed when i was watching the the celtics play the knicks in the final game of the regular season i believe it was the knicks or then it was the celtics i sat everybody because they they were secure in their position they just sat everyone and you know what? The guys they rolled out there were still NBA players. They mm-hmm. weren't the Jason Tatum's of the world, but they were still NBA players. It's not like they were dribbling off the foot every time they went down the court. They still have skills. They're still yeah. good. Right. And that's one of the reasons why, like, I've, I, I'm, I mean, we talked about it in one of our past shows. It's like, you know, like, I got out of the concept of calling anybody a scrub across any sport, especially football, too, because it's like, you know, yeah, I mean, a guy, he may not play as well on a certain team, but if you put him in, like, flag football or something, I mean, I'm sure he can throw downs all day, you know? Yeah. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick is not Aaron Rodgers. You put right. Ryan Fitzpatrick on your flag football team, you're going to win. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every time. Every, every time. As long, as long as you guys can take the sore hands and catch the footballs, you're going to be just fine. Yeah, you know, I, I actually saw a stat the other day that there are three quarter, three active quarterbacks that have won at least three games in the past 13 seasons. Fitzmagic is one of them. <laughs> can you guys name the other two? That have won at least three games in the last? In 13 seasons. So 13 not Brady. Thir- 13 consecutive seasons with three wins. Yep, three wins or more. Not Brady. Wow. Oh, man. Hmm. I'm going to say this. Kirk Cousins? No. Okay. I thought it was going to be some stupid answer. That's why I said that. Is one of the McCown? Nope. Well, the the first one may not play a game this year, but he still technically plays up there in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is one. Okay. The other one's Matt Ryan. (laughs) 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 I feel bad for that guy. But but that's good. That's kind of the point. If Ryan Fitzpatrick is in a, is in a category with Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan, who is a really competent quarterback, yeah. and we all think that oh well, Fitz is just he's nothing. Like no, he's still really I, good. I like Fitz Magic. I don't ever see yeah. nothing. Like every, I always have hope for him that he can overcome his shit. You just like, have really, hope for him that he looks like Conor McGregor with a you know healthy leg. I actually, what I really liked about him was that Captain Ryan Fitzmagic Facebook page. <laughs> that shit has been that shit was excellent when he was when he was uh, hot there a few years back with the Dolphins. No, I really like him. I just first of all, you got a, a quarterback with an Ivy League education that has to help. Yes. Like, there's not too many things you're going to slide by him that he's not going to get at this point in his career. What defense can you show? him that he hasn't seen like so he's got it he's a solid quarterback i just don't understand is he yips he's got yips sometimes well and the thing with the thing with fitzpatrick is he's not consistent no. he he he, just, he doesn't have the talent level to be consistent 
He's Tony and, Romo without the magic. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. He he's a great backup quarterback. He'll give you two or three games. And it's like, okay, a quarterback is out with an ankle injury. We we need to ha- just hang on. That's where Fitzmagic fits him. He's not a great starter because he's not going to give you 16 straight consistent games. He's just no. not. Well, and and in all fairness, most quarterbacks aren't either. Mm. But Fitzmagic just he's he just doesn't have the talent level to be that consistent. You're right. There's not a defense that he hasn't seen. He just sometimes can't fit the ball in there. And you know he might be overthinking. Hey, I know there's a window there, but I just don't have the talent. It's like Marino in his final season. Like Romo throws three interceptions during the game. Ryan Fitzpatrick throws three interceptions. Pack it up. Because with Romo, when when Romo would throw three interceptions, he can make it up. Yes, there's and, magic. Like, there's yeah. Yeah, it's just different. It's only in his name. It's not in his game. Yeah. Oh, Poet didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> I really like him, though. I, he's a fun player. He's a fun player to watch. Like, almost every game he's in winds up being some kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah. And, and the fact that he knows his role. I mean, yes, yeah, yeah, we can, yeah, yeah. he can have the rock talk about it, but he knows what his role is and he, yeah. he's comfortable with it. Getting in where you fit in is like 50% of the battle. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's more than that. Yeah. I mean, and he's, but, uh, he's made a lot of money being a backup quarterback. I, I, I just, I, I hope well for him, but you know, it never turns out that way. Yeah. He, is he with the Redskins? Yep. He's with Whoops. the, Redskins. Well, you know, the he, Washington he, football team. Hey, I, until they tell me otherwise, I'm going to call them the Washington Sentinels. Yeah, that's fine with me. That's fine with me. Hey, but the, you know what? The Washington no representatives. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, they want they want to change the history of the football team. That's fine, but can we not change the the history of college football? I, I don't care about that. That they've changed the rules. Reggie Bush does not deserve his his stuff back. Terrell Pryor does not deserve their stuff back. Sorry, Actually, the, the I, rules it, were the, 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 the way they were then. Deal yeah, with it. this shit should have been dealt with over a decade ago. And it, that's fine. This guy's been this guy's this has been like uh, organized slave labor for years now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if you want to say that Reggie Bush gets his, gets his Heisman back, okay, fine. What happened to the guys who didn't play because they, they got punished? At the time, because they got caught. Well, well, seems like they need to be financially compensated. Yeah. yeah. Who was it that, that played for Georgia <laughs> that um, got caught with Deion Sanders? Was it AJ Green? Nope. That was Mr. Des Bryant. Oh, okay. Yep. Lied about having lunch and lost his whole final year of college football. So how do you can make it up to him? Having lunch. So if, if you he, want to make it up he, to Bush, he, you got to make it up he, to Des. He caught 100 touchdowns in the NFL. He's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and and the Reggie a, probably well, would have I, too I had it not been for Sheldon Brown. No, I know. But like the fact of the matter is like it was money stuff. It wasn't steroids. It wasn't cocaine. It was money stuff. And they should have been being compensated properly. And I know you say should have, could have, would have, same thing with uh, Shikari, but like these stupid rules need to be fixed. And the one I, that I college football have been. I don't disagree. I don't disagree that the rules were stupid, but the rules were what the rules were. It is what it is. You got to follow the rules at the time. You want to change the rules? Fine. Be like Adam Brandon, change the rules. But the rules were what the rules were. I, I really, I think it's a, a trivial thing. I think it it's like a... Not worth getting that upset over. Are you going to give the Fab Five back all their stuff? Should, should they earned it? I mean, we we all know that that those games happened. We we all had memories of watching Chris Webber travel and then called three timeouts when he shouldn't have. We all know that happened, and I get it. But at, at the same point, you broke the rule at the time. Yeah, no, I mean, what you're saying is correct, and I'm not arguing with you. What I am saying though is, like, I wouldn't be mad if it was given back to me. I, I, I would like, be. Yeah. 
whatever. I would be mad at the oh, at the Pandora's box that it's going to open because if you do it for one, you have to do it for all. And there there's a lot more back there that you're going to have to try to rewrite history on. And we've all talked about you shouldn't rewrite history, even though they're they're trying to. It, it's just it opens a Pandora's box of crap that you just don't want to go down. Well, I mean, isn't that what this year is about? It's just ripping the scab off everything and making us deal with it. Mm, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fuck it, just rip the scab off and make us deal with it. That's what you're, that's, <laughs> the, that's the new the new mo of of the uh, of society. Just fucking tear the scab off, make everybody deal with it. Wait, wait, wait. So, so are you saying that America existed before 1782 when it actually became a country, not 1776? I'm confused. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it was definitely not discovered. How can you discover something that's already been found? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were there were people here. Yeah, but they were too dark. They don't matter. Ah, there it is. Sorry. Unfortunately. <laughs> Remember, we're, rip, we're ripping the scab off this year, guys. Yeah. Just deal with it. <laughs> no, but that's what it is. I mean, if you think about it while we're on that subject, they basically squeegeed them off the country. They started on the eastern seaboard with their squeegee. They're just like, yeah. the desert, bitch. Yeah. Oh, but now now you can have reservations where you can have casinos. So it's okay now. Now they're starting to dig up these Catholic schools and find these Indian. They found a thousand, 215 kids buried outside a Catholic school, a Catholic boarding school in Canada. Mm-hmm. And now they're starting to search the ones in the United States. Oh, yeah. The, the genocide numbers are about to come out. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's what it's going to be. All thanks to the Catholic Church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, as George Carlin once said, the Catholic Church doesn't make mistakes. But I just, I just want to, I was, uh, I forced George Carlin to stand up on my coworkers because I feel like they need to hear it. <laughs> and uh, he goes, he goes, and just like the Catholics, and I was one until I reached the age of reason. I'm like, oh, thank you, George. <laughs> i love him so much i man there's stuff that he says that gives me goosebumps it's like man you should be saying that right now yeah yeah well you know and, and it's not like racism is just an american thing because look what happened over in england yeah. a bunch of morons those kids are out there playing their heart out yeah. and see and, and here's my thing is for you dumb people dumb yeah. unathletic fucks that can't even get on the field and because they miss a kick or miss a pass or something you want to start calling them out about their race fucking pieces of shit that's why we fucking blew you up and got you off this fucking country 200 years ago <laughs> now <laughs> let me let me ask a what if question okay let's say the the kid that that missed the penalty kick if he hadn't been vocal with his political views would he be intact as much yes yeah he's still black yeah. okay fair enough <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it would came out regardless this, this has been a you this has been a thing in the uk for a while now this, this is nothing new yeah it's like like they, they like to hang their hat on the fact they ended the slave trade first but uh you didn't really end the attitudes right and then and then you got um who's the one in europe right now or uh, in the united states that gave up his crown is that prince harry he kind of opened to shed some light on the royal family saying there's a couple races in there also he didn't go as far as to directly say that but both of him and megan have kind of hinted at her her ethnicity being a problem oh yes how how dark is the baby going to be why does it fucking matter hopefully darker than your pasty ass (laughs) like jesus christ Y'all look like a fucking pile of chalk and you're worried about how dark the baby's going to be. Eat a dick. <laughs> I mean, it's that whole scenario with the royal family raised eyebrows, especially when, you know, uh, Harry was talking about, 
you know, his mom. And he was like, he kind of alluded to, yeah, my mom was murdered and she was, you know, with an Egyptian guy, you know? So, you know, it's, it's, it's just crazy all, all around. But even Europe as a whole, though, like if, let's say if the, um, if the soccer player is, is black, African or whatever, and if something happens to it at those games, like if they say if that player is doing really good, like they start chanting some real racist shit. Oh yeah. It's not uncommon for them to throw banana peels on the, on the pitch well let's let's think about this we didn't like we don't manufacture racism we brought that shit with us when we came over here you see what i'm saying so yeah. i mean where do you think it came from or where yeah. you know like the, the, right. the idea was born over there and like right. perfected and we just came over here and used it to build a country <laughs> i'm saying like i'm saying no it, yeah. that's the that's like the the genesis of the whole problem yeah. over there is spain and england and yeah. being a bunch of lazy fucks don't want to pay nobody <laughs> but you know hey you know that that's the world we live in today where someone who can have enough money to end homelessness around the world it takes a joy wide to space because you know what he can exactly you know you can feed all those homeless people in skid row fuck, fuck it fuck it i'm almost gonna go to space is that <laughs> almost well, and it gets me so riled up when I see people online that complain. We need to feed the homeless, the homeless veterans. We need to, you know, to give homeless veterans houses. Okay, tax the rich. Oh no, 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 that's socialism. Wait, that's but that's, that's their the, money. That'll fix the problem that you just bitched about. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is not a popular view around the workplace. But like the people that make a lot of money, do their businesses not use the infrastructure more than your little Prius going to work every day? Yes. You know what I mean? It's their, you know, their fucking 10 ton trucks are the ones putting dents at stoplights. You know what I mean? Like, no, no but I'm serious. Like, how many times do you use the airport in the year? Not as much as Amazon lands those planes in there, those packages. Yeah. Pay for it, motherfucker. Like, I just, I don't, and I'll never, I'll never forget. I remember my reaction and how shocked I was when I learned the post World War II tax rate was ninety two percent. Yep, ninety two percent, and it was seventy percent all the way up until eighty one, two, eighty. 80, until 80. Reagan, I think it was until Reagan was in office. I think it was eighty, and then he dropped it down to thirty. Think so. That's forty percent. Yeah, and this, and my fear is this: is that we're so far down the rabbit hole because we've been doing this shit forty years that we can't fix it. I, I fear that we're so far gone that it cannot be fixed. Biden's going to have to get that uh, IRS funded and funded well for the <laughs> next for the next decade to make a dent. Yeah, and, and here's the problem: is that Biden can do it. You know, it'll be fund the overturned IRS. in weeks. It'll be yeah. it'll be overturned the day he's out of office, um, yeah. unless Democrats own the White House for the next two decades. Whatever he does will be overturned the second he's out of office, and we'll be yeah. right back where we started. And all the homeless veterans that people like to complain about will still be homeless instead of actually fixing the goddamn problem. And one of the reasons I'm atheist. Is that Mitch McConnell still walking around? <laughs> like, how can you tell me that's okay? Like, he he almost turned black last year and then came back. <laughs> I thought once you, I thought, what is that? Necropsy? Is that is that what it's called? When you just start to die, your body parts start to rot. Something like that. Something like that. I probably pronounced it wrong. That's most likely. But yeah, like, oh, what a piece of shit. <laughs> tell you that's why so many people back women's rights to uh to uh abortion and stuff because one day they're going to figure out who to do it to <laughs> like, that's a bad egg yeah 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 uh, so many things so many things you said on that um, don't do it no i shouldn't no, have no, said no. that no no i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to get us archived 
you know, we've been doing good so far. <laughs> I know it's, it's been months without a dark eye. <laughs> I'm proud of us. Yeah, exactly. It's just, man, like, even well, across sports and everything, it's just like, you know, whatever happened to like the wholeness of the game, right? Like, like, like being, being accepting of, of mistakes or being accepting of, hey, you know what? That team may just be better than you. You know, um, you know, th- thinking about, you know, Italy and, and, and England, it's like, hey, Italy all around, I don't think they had any guys that was in their, like, in their teens. They were like, grown ass men who were playing the game for a while so you know naturally you would think okay england i mean not england but italy has the team to actually win i mean the people have been picking italy since they even started before the uh tournament started so i was shocked that england lost because i i, I picked uh, italy to win it's just that well, like they're harping on these kids like these are 19 year old kids like going in like how know, the English brought it on themselves. They kept saying it's coming home. You know how arrogant that is? Yeah. One, to say you're going to win it, and two, to say it belongs at your house. Yeah, yeah they, and, and they haven't won anything in forever. Forever. So there's actually there's some board that was concerned about it um, affecting their chances to get the World Cup in 2030 mm. because they're saying some of the other countries are hearing this and they're not too fond of it. It seems pretty arrogant. Why so butthurt over there? Do what the Italians did. If you don't like that it's coming home, take it. Don't let it go home. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I understand. It's like you can complain about what people say and do, or you can fucking stop them. Right. That's the point of the sport. Stop them. If you can't stop them, you got to shut up. Right. And and that that's the whole that's the whole point of sports. If you don't like someone scoring too much, stop them. You don't like someone talking, stop them. My friend, you know how it gets you talk shit on the basketball court. They'd be like, yeah. You sound pretty arrogant. I said, no, arrogance if I can't back it up. Right now, I'm just telling you what's going to happen. No, but I'm st- isn't that the case, though? Like, if it yeah. happened, I was just letting you know what's going to happen, like Larry Bird does. I'm just yeah. <laughs> telling you I'm going to the corner. I'm going to hit this, and I'm going to fall on the chair, and this is what's going to happen. And then he does it. He was just letting you know. It's only arrogant. Yeah. If it doesn't, you just sound arrogant if it doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Right. You got to be able to back it up. Yeah. But, so but that's I, the beauty of sports, though. It's like yeah. it's like being able to have the opportunity to stop that person. Yeah. Like Tom Brady. <laughs> like, hate him or love him. Like, he's stop a winner. Him. Stop him. <laughs> stop you don't him. like it, stop him. I, and I don't remember people f- seeming so butthurt after loss. They were upset or they were sad, but they weren't like blaming it on something else or, you know, it, it seems like that's new also that, that came to fruition, that came with the flopping. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, it just like, like, I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago about it's just a different era. It's like, like back in the nineties. And this is why, like, I talk about nineties all the time. I think that the nineties for me was the best time during sports because it was put up or shut up teams, whether it's a Super Bowl, whoever teams who lost, like for instance, the Buffalo Bills, they lost four straight Super Bowls. To be they fair. Complain, it was like, Hey, the better team won to be got to do better to be fair the put up or shut up thing was pre-90s period yeah 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 you know, 80s 70s 60s 50s it's that, that's how sports had been until recent True. i just wanted to make that clear we're not shitting on other generations because right absolutely obviously absolutely all of that led up to the 90s but after that it's been kind of weird and, right. and what changed that what was the impetus for that change was it social media i think i think the earth went to a a black hole a few years ago and we just haven't recovered and it just threw everything out of whack it's just terrible that's the only thing that makes sense nothing else makes sense to why everything got so stupid so quickly i mean we we did elect a cartoon character as president that's what i'm saying now. that's what i'm saying like <laughs> we went to a different reality where somebody looked at the script at scripted idiocracy and was like that's it do that one but i mean but but doing to your to your point though i mean yeah, sports in the '90s. Well, some sports in the '90s were great. You know, NBA basketball I think was was fantastic in the '90s because you had 
constant competition throughout throughout the entire decade hockey in in the 90s sucked okay there were there was a stretch of like four or five years where the stanley cup finals was a sweep it wasn't even close i celebrated three super bowls in the 90s so football was pretty good too well and that's (laughs) also the thing like after 1993 bj you're excluded from this conversation name a good super bowl that happened in the 90s damn it that's (laughs) not fair that's not fair (laughs) Take me out of that conversation. Because <laughs> you know who BJ's going to pick. Yeah, exactly. But, but shit. When, when Larry Brown was Neil O'Donnell's best receiver. <laughs> <laughs> but there was one, one close Super Bowl that I can think of that happened after 1992. And that was the, the Denver uh, Green Bay game mm-hmm. when Elway was yeah. doing the helicopter by the end zone. Yeah. Other than that, the games were horrible. Yeah, it was blowouts. Let's see. And 1994 was the last great Super Bowl. Then the yeah, 49ers blowout, Cowboys blowout, Packers blowout, Bronco, uh, Packers blowout, Broncos blowout, Rams blowout, Ravens blowout. Yeah, they're all ugly. Yeah. Uh, Patriots, Panthers, 32-29. It, it, w- it wasn't until the Patriots beat, beat the Rams that the Super Bowl actually started to get good again. And then Patriots, Panthers was good. Patriots, what, what, Eagles was 24-21. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The Patriots-Panthers game was boring as shit for the first half. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about no. blow up. Yes. Yeah. The two in a row were not bad. Even 21-10 is not bad. I don't mind. And that, that game was close. That game was close. Oh, it was close, the yeah. Um, 29-17 starting to – that's the Bears and Colts. That's starting to get rough. But then you had Giants and Patriots. Well, and that, hey, they, had, they had Sexy Rexy in it. So, I mean, come on. You, you can't dis- discount that game. <laughs> it seems like it's a one out of every four is going to give you a good game yeah. since, mm-hmm. the, since the early 90s. Well, one out of every four, one out of every five would be a good game. Other than that, yeah, 13-3. You know, I turned that Patriots-Rams Super Bowl off halfway, maybe, middle of the second quarter. I was just like, eh, eh. And, and that's the thing. Like, it's not a blowout. It was just boring. It's boring yeah. And the commercials, the commercials are not what they used to be. And I used, to, have, I used to, I used to thrive on those commercials. I would watch yeah. a whole three hours of the Super Bowl because I would watch the commercials too. I didn't yeah. care anymore. Okay, so I don't want to so, offend anybody. True story. So my in 2016, started dating my now wife, and she was working at a Disney call center at the time. Okay, it was the Super Bowl. It was the the Seahawks Broncos Super. Bowl. So they had the game on in the monitors where people were calling in, but they didn't have any sound. So you, they could, people could watch and could cheer, but they couldn't listen to the game. So that was the year of the puppy monkey baby commercial. So she's on the phone with someone talking about getting a reservation to Disney and the, the puppy monkey baby commercial comes on. She's looking at it like, what the hell is going on? Mm. <laughs> it's tough. It's real tough. Oh, man. but yeah, BJ, you're right. I mean, the commercials, even the past five, six years, have not been very good. Nope, nothing to laugh about. I mean, it, I, I think I think the commercials kind of peaked with um, Ali. Was it Ali Landry with the you know Doritos 3D when she was at the laundromat? I, the last really funny one that I remember is the Volkswagen one where they popped the clutch, the tree wound up, the car wound up in the tree. That was pretty damn funny. Yeah, I don't know well, why I it was think funny. The the Volkswagen one where the kid was using the force to turn on the car. That was about it. Yeah. I didn't find that that funny. But I mean, the, the commercials <laughs> had not been that good. It's essentially been. I feel a, like that commercial got a got a boost because of the Star Wars reference. Let's just be honest. Probably. Yeah. But 
the commercials for the Super Bowl has basically just been plug whatever action movie is coming out, throw in a couple of commercials and get back to the game. Nothing funny. It was all funny. Yeah. Maybe they can use a lot of people pulled out of that Super Bowl advertising because of COVID last year. Maybe they can come back better. Maybe they could use it as a reset and be like, look, we have the ultimate way to kick these commercials back off. You, you want them it. to build back better? I want them to build back better, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and to doing it. Te- technically, wouldn't this make make Super Bowl commercials great again because they used to be great? I hate, hey. to say it. I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but they, they actually used to be great, and now they're not. Hey, you know, we, we used to have you know, talking frogs talking about uh, Budweiser. So Those are excellent. <laughs> and honestly, when the What's Up guys came out, that was pretty excellent, too. When it came out, it got old. When it came quick. out, it got old. When it came out, by, it was great. By February, it was old. Yeah. But they milked that. And honestly, the best ones of our generation, I'm just going to tell you what the best ones of your generation are, because that's how this is going to work tonight. Ter- <laughs> Terry Tate off his linebacker. Greatest commercial ever. Greatest commercial ever. Greatest commercial ever. I love ever. that shit. I love that shit. That and I don't know if you know this. They got 20 minutes of commercials out of that. Oh yeah, you can watch them in the line on YouTube. Oh, they're great. They're great. Uh, every every couple of years, I watch the whole thing. I, I think Dorian's trying to do it now. <laughs> oh, do you not remember Terry Tate? You don't remember Terry Tate? I see that face. Oh my God, Hold on, Dorian. Give me, give me your pop culture card right now. Give me wait, your wait, 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 <laughs> I remember this. Okay, Dorian's gone for the next five minutes. <laughs> oh, that, that, those are the greatest commercials. Those the greatest commercials. Oh man, you know I can't think of any better commercials should, than that. You think that they should remake that? And if they yes. did, who would you who would you use? That that guy's still around. Terry Tate shouldn't be Terry Tate till Terry Tate can't be Terry Tate. <laughs> I mean, you but, could always you could always sl- slide Terry Crews in there, but uh, Terry well, that's Tate. a good question, though. So, if you were to remake the Office Linebacker commercials now with today's players, take Terry Tate out because you got to take out the unicorn. Who would you choose? Well, remember he was a former player who was actually turned into an actor. Yes, so that's where Terry Crews would be good. Yeah, because he's that he fits that mold exactly. You know who would be funny? I think Brock Lesnar. Oh yes, yeah. I think Brock Lesnar would be a good kind. Of, Maybe they could bring Terry Tate back and like have him train, train Brock or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Hey, and if you if anyone's listening and that's what happens, it was here heard here first. Yeah. yeah. Much like much like the uh much like the uh, pylon cam was born at a friend's house in Oklahoma in two thousand four. God damn it. <laughs> at least this is uh, recorded. This is recorded. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I remember looking at my friend and being like, they put cameras in these phones. Why don't they put one in a pylon to get an actual goal line shot? He's like, that's a good idea. And that's where it died. Right there. Yep. Damn marijuana. (laughs) So you're saying that the marijuana caused great ideas or developed a great idea. It caused great ideas and it caused me to move on to the next subject like it wasn't a great idea. That's what it is. See, BJ just wants to smoke weed and record himself all day and and listen back to it. And if there's anything that good comes out of it, he can patent it. That's actually not a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) I see you heard it here first. I heard it here first. Record your high thoughts. Record your high thoughts. Hey, we, I now have an idea for a spinoff podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Look, I kind of scrolled the internet looking for current sports things to talk about while we're doing the show, right? And The Onion just came up, and its headline is Shoei Otani's translator. There are no words in Japanese to describe <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> 
Whoa, Stephen A. Smith, you dumb son of a bitch. I don't know how you can Whoa. ask for equality and expect equality and then step on somebody's equality, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Golly, like you're undercutting the cause, man. Like, yeah. if you want full equality, you got to give it to everybody. Yeah. That's equality, dumbass. <laughs> equal about- is equal across the board. Let me ask you something. If your 23-year-old kid went over to Japan to play baseball, could he speak Japanese right away? Nope. Would you be mad at the Japanese reporters talking shit about him not learning the native language? Probably not, because those those guys wouldn't do that to you. Yeah. Well, let you be you. And it goes back to the American exceptionalism that we, that we've talked about for decades. Is we think we're better than everyone else. And it, gosh darn it, if you live here, you you need to you need to be my culture. You can't yeah. have your culture. You need to have my culture. We're I, we have to be one of the few people that travels and goes. Why is this like this? This is stupid. Like yeah. yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> Yeah. Gee, you drive on the left hand side of the road, fucking idiots. Like well, I just <laughs> and, and part of that is the fact that we are such a large nation and we're kind of by ourselves. I mean, we, the, the only countries that, that people would really go to that border us are Canada and Mexico. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas over in England, people travel across all in England, but Europe, people travel all across Europe all the time and mm-hmm. kind of get immersed in those cultures yeah, yeah. Well, when, they, that. when they cross the border they just accept what happened instead of us trying yeah. to make our reality make mm-hmm. work for us like it's just weird yeah. yeah i gotta say the funniest thing i heard it was ignorant but funny there's a guy he said say yeah uh me and my girlfriend we went to uh jamaica and i don't like it because they speak jamaican i'm like well, what the in fuck? jamaica you <laughs> dumbass <laughs> I, I said um, I, I I said to myself, and I'm just like, okay, so Jamaicans speak English. It's just pop, but whatever. But he said that he didn't like it because they spoke Jamaican. No, it's crazy. I went down there and the sun was out. It was hot too. <laughs> they need to put that sun away along with that act. Um, assholes. Just crawl back in the trailer and shut the fuck up. Oh, man. Yeah, and, and what's really funny about that is if you take somebody from like Georgia or Alabama or Mississippi and you transplant them to Ohio or New York or Maine, people ain't going to know what the fuck they're talking about either. Exactly. I had a lady tell me in a restaurant, I was like, so, so did you repeat that? You have an accent. And I was like, I have an accent. I'm half north and half south. One of the least accented people you know, probably. <laughs> <laughs> What accent did she claim that you have? Uh, I didn't care enough to ask. <laughs> Once she said that, I was like, oh, you're stupid. Let's end this conversation as fast as possible. Yes. <laughs> oh, you don't man. get like that? You don't That's get like funny. that when you realize somebody's stupid and you can't fix any of this? You're like, how can I end this? Oh, I just tune them out. Yeah, if someone no, just, no, starts, no, starts talking stupid shit or just starts rambling, I just tune them out. Like, whatever. I, yeah. I have this face, and this face tells you exactly what's going on inside my head. There's not a fucking thing I can do to stop it. I've tried. So <laughs> by the time by the time I've thought of something polite to said, my art, my face is already said, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no, it's, it's a problem. You think it's funny. It's a problem. Because then I have to explain myself. I'm like, oh, uh, no, what are, you, what are you talking about? They got to start lying and stuff. Like, oh, I'm not upset. What are you talking about? I'm not upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, um, no, no, bueno. no. Face lies. Face does not lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, in today, in our messaging, I was sending. I know we were talking about that potential trade. Uh, well, actually, it was two potential trades, right? Let's, let's start with the NFL. Um, they're talking about the Patriots trying to trade with the Cowboys, and I was speaking to someone. Yeah, he's gonna give up Dak for Stephen Stephon Gilmore. I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> <laughs> now I doubt that. I, I think I that think sounds Jerry like something the Lions Dak, would do. I don't know how you're talking about. 
<laughs> Make a lateral move and trade Matt Stafford for Jared Goff. <laughs> sub, sorry, sublateral move. I don't know if that's a word. I just made that. Hey, we're trying to get the number one pick. Leave us alone. <laughs> well, then, the new, then Jacksonville Jaguars yourself then. <laughs> Look at you over there celebrating tanking. You're not Look, of my man. generation. <laughs> we're just talking about how the 90s, 90s were better. No one tanked in the 90s. Exactly. No one tanked in the 90s. Now Dorian's celebrating it because some guy's got long hair. I, I mean... Uh, He's just jealous of the hair. That's all. <laughs> no, absolutely not jealous of the hair. That's a lot of shampoo. <laughs> he does have great hair, though. Yeah. So, <laughs> if, if the Cowboys want to get Gilmore from New England, I don't know what pieces they're going to be able to give up to make it happen. It'll be picks, if anything. You know how you know how Bill is. Uh, I don't yeah. think he's. It'll be maybe a marginal player, and then Bill's looking for the picks more than anything. But at, at this point, does Bill need picks? I mean, Bill needs to win now. I mean, GM. Yeah. I don't okay. feel that. Coach Coach Bill is fine. He yeah. can walk into any bar in Boston for the rest of time and get free drinks. Right. GM Bill is in trouble. Yeah. Well, you don't need wide receivers. That's your problem. Is uh, yeah. You had an excellent quarterback, so you didn't have to worry about wide receivers. Now you have a marginal quarterback, and you've not invested in the wide receivers. Well, you don't think Mac Jones is the second coming of Tom Brady? What? No. <laughs> Mac Jones looks like the first coming of a guy in a bar after work. <laughs> <laughs> looks like every other Alabama quarterback. He looks like he might do well on TV eventually. <laughs> So the choices are Cam Newton or Mac Jones. Can where's they Ryan treat for Fitzpatrick? I'm about to say, where's Ryan Fitzpatrick? That'll be that's that'll be the winner. He'll get you eight solid wins, shut you up until the draft. Yeah. yeah. That's all you do in the NFL is get eight wins and you don't have any losing, too big a losing well, Not anymore. You'll, not anymore. You'll, 17 you'll, games this year. Sh- watch. Somebody's going with eight wins. Yeah. And um you're gonna go eight, eight and one. Yeah. Eight, yeah, exactly. Where's Jeff Fisher? Uh, <laughs> boy oh, that's another guy whose players built him yeah because once he lost the players there was no coaching at him. no that was 100 white privilege yo <laughs> you're telling me that if mike tomlin went eight and eight for 10 consecutive seasons he wouldn't be fired you know, what's, you know what's white privilege is telling a japanese guy he should be speaking english said by a black guy <laughs> i know i'm just saying like if he was if, if he ever said the phrase white privilege you might want to ease off of that shit for a while yeah. he, just, he just he laid some of that down <laughs> see what happened is espn paid him eight million dollars a year he forgot where he came from yeah, yeah. well and i guess that's the question so <laughs> if max kellerman had said that instead of Stephen a smith oh my god get the cross out yeah so yeah get the cross out now Stephen yeah. a smith just gets to look into the camera seriously and be like sorry not sorry maybe not sure oh <laughs> if, if you guys get a chance listen to today's episode of first take when he starts apologizing to it i listen to it and i'm like you have no idea what the hell you're talking about this is 100 disney trying to save your ass because he doesn't yeah. ever have to backpedal no he just goes forward with his stupid thoughts all day and gets paid for it and now he has to backpedal and he doesn't have any practice doing that no and it, I mean, it's it's bad. I was kind of hoping he'd just like get rid of him. You know, it's not going to happen though. They have too much invested in him. Yeah. That's okay. They're going to get rid of Maria, Maria Taylor. So, yeah. or, or she probably. Uh, oh, she's going to get paid somewhere. Not what she wants to get paid because she's she she's she not, wants Stephen A. Smith money, and she's not going to get that. How's she going to get eight million a year? Have you ever turned on ESPN and be like, oh, I hope Maria Taylor's on? Have you ever turned on ESPN and go, I hope Stephen A. Smith is on? Used to when it first started. Yep, I sure did. And Fair now enough. it's like now it's like, ugh. Yeah. Oh. Back before he was making eight million dollars a year. Yeah, when he was normal about ten years ago. 
Yeah, but for, for what I read uh, about Maria Taylor, the reason why she's become so popular is because, like, the women's movement is behind her. Like, a lot of those movements and stuff, like, they, they love her. So it's more of a, you know, getting a female base is what you're pretty much paying for when you get her. Not so why is she selected over Rachel Nichols? Well, well, ESPN apparently... is desperate. They are they are flailing right now. They are flailing. Yeah. Twitter and Facebook cover sports more effectively. Yeah, that's true. well, and and doing it to your point, I mean, look at all of their studio shows, NFL mm-hmm. Live, The Jump, even their their halftime shows, all done led by women. Mm-hmm. You know, and don't get me wrong, the women they have on there are great. Cassie mm-hmm. DeHubber is fantastic. Waitra Nichols, again, she needs to stop talking sometimes, but she's great at her show. But when it's every single show, it's like, okay, now we've made a point to do this. And instead of being organic, it's every show. Rachel should just own it and start Eiffel Tower Tuesdays on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and have Jimmy Butler on. And whoever had the other half of the Eiffel Tower was, whether it be Pat Riley or Ursan Ilsova, whoever. Pat Riley? <laughs> Man, they- Are you trying to plug like a blue pill now on ESPN now too? Mm. How you how you know he can't get his dick up, Adam? That's crazy. <laughs> 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 But also, um, I found out that uh, Rachel Nichols, she's the daughter-in-law of Diane Sawyer. I believe it. White privilege. Interesting. How is she not getting fired? I just said white privilege to say it. By the way. <laughs> it doesn't really tie in. I mean, um, well, and, and what's what's interesting about the Rachel Nichols thing is not so much why is she not getting fired. She's not getting fired because she is a name. She's a known quantity. If she can do the apology, that's fine. It's the fact that the person that leaked the conversation wait, was wait suspended for two weeks. You said that she was. That's crazy. You said that um, that's his his mother in law is Diane Sawyer. Yeah, Diane Sawyer. Uh, Rachel Nichols is married to Diane Sawyer's husband. Still, I mean, I mean, I mean th- son. I'm sorry. Son. Hey, still, hey, 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 hey. after the threesome with Jimmy Butler, he's still married. Well, this is what, again, what I've been reading is that they leaked that. They said that that's not true. They said that they they leaked that to make her. That that's what I would this say. Is a theory. After, that was this that's is what theory. I would say after I was accused of something with no proof. Right. So, <laughs> unless there's cameras in the hotel room, right. yeah. Let's, so, yeah, no, that's a leak. That's incorrect. I was hacked. That's the equivalent of that. I was hacked. Right. But, but they're saying that that was. I read that that they did believe that that was leaked, so it doesn't make her seem less racist. But they said she's married, and apparently, her and her husband is like best friends and shit like that. So, yeah, you know, you know, gossip sites, guys. This is not. This is theory. I got some gossip sites. So, <laughs> well, I just looked up Rachel Nichols' husband. <laughs> <laughs> let me look let me out on let me look yeah god dang it news just writes itself that's why i don't think journalists are special it just they just say stuff about stuff that happens they, they just say stuff in a way that doesn't get them canceled most of the time no, i try <laughs> your face just lies yeah I, that's why i'm not, that's why we're doing a podcast so i can't lie to people Sorry, hey, we're gonna be like, we're gonna be on youtube face. soon so oh come on i got <laughs> i got a radio face leave me alone uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be the guy in the background they never see. I'm just gonna be a voice. That's what they tell me at work. There's two. There's two parts to our home base at work, and I go to the upstairs part, and I'm kind of by myself, except for a couple people every day. And the boss goes, uh, "You know, you you could come downstairs and be social with us." And I was like, "Ah, I send electronic messages occasionally." <laughs> <laughs> he just looked. He just looked at me. I mean, he's like. 10, 12 years older than me and, you know, country. So he just looked at me like, smart motherfucker, smart mouth motherfucker. <laughs> Be a pretty fun guy if he uh, if he'd let himself, but he just doesn't. 
how are you not looking? How are you not seeing this? I googled it. It popped up, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "No, I'm reading about, like about a white... dying. I'm reading about dying Sawyer. No, look at her son. Looks like a 50 year old Jimmy Butler, 60 year old Jimmy Butler. I'm not joking. White, white, goofy looking Jimmy Butler. It might have happened. Uh, it, it could have. I mean, exactly. It could have happened. Get, get trapped in a bubble with a bunch of athletes who are probably used to having sex once a night, maybe twice. Never know. Yeah, yeah. And plus, you know, they call Hollywood Holly Weird for a reason. A lot of the guys there, they, you know, they don't mind their wives hanging out with hey, other they, they, people. Allegedly. allegedly. Have you not looked at this yet? It still hasn't. It still hasn't. That's it. That's it. It's going in the group chat. If you're just going to make me do this, I'll do this. This is how I'll do it. <laughs> what are you about to send us, man? Exactly what you're supposed to be looking up. <laughs> you're supposed to be doing homework. Yeah, you're supposed to be doing homework. You got distracted. There, Dude, I, sent I saw it. the guy. Yeah. And you didn't comment that he looked like a, a 60-year-old Jimmy Butler. A white, goofy-looking Jimmy Butler. I, be, I think it happened. It, it's too specific for it not to have happened. Oh, allegedly. Watch yourself now. Well, yourself. allegedly, Deshaun Watson's still a part of the Houston Texans. So. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I heard he's going to start selling finger warmers. Ooh. Just own it. Just 100% own it. Just who cares? I'm, I'm basking in his glory as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Isotoner oh, <man>. Brown. <laughs> uh, Why does it look like Dookie? Why does it look like Dookie? It's realistic. <laughs> <laughs> you got? Do you guys ever watch Letter Kenny? No. No. It is a wonderful show, but they have debated uh, if it's possible to have a two knuckler or a three knuckler. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you look at your finger, it's only possible to have a two knuckler. Because the third knuckler is the one that the third knuckle is what attached to you. If you haven't seen Letter Kenny, I highly recommend Letter Kenny. It's on Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. It's got, yeah, it's got like ten seasons. Of uh, those guys are fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's basically a show about like hicks and skids. They call the emo drug user skids and hockey <laughs> players. And man, I'm telling you, there's a character on there, McMurray. Jeez. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. You need to. There's only one episode you shouldn't watch. It'll make you not want to watch the the show for a while. It's the episode called Fart Book. They're trying to make fun of Facebook, and it just fell flat. So I reckon I tell everybody who watches the show that when you come to that episode, skip it. It's you're not missing anything. <laughs> but like every episode has something that's quotable. Yeah, like uh, like uh, your fucking spare parts, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Is it is it like reality TV or? Uh, it's kind of like a if he has like a documentary feel to it. It's like uh-huh. a camera following around three or four or five friends, and then like people from the city show up to talk to him and they interact. Like it's a, uh, it's, it's hilarious. I really I try to get all my friends to watch. I really do. I try I'll to check get it out. You, I I would. <laughs> There's only one. If you come to an episode, I think it's like episode four of the first season. It's called Fart Book. Just skip it. It's not that good. It's not that good. But um. Other than that, it'll fall flat. You don't like it. Other than that, like I, I was telling Dorian, there's something quotable from every show. There's um, there's something you'll remember. There's something you'll want to talk about. It's a it's a hilarious show. Yeah, I mean, they talk about No Nut November. They do like a 10-minute thing on No Nut November. Dude, I'm married. That happens all the time. Yeah. But they talk about the op- <laughs> They talk about the opposite of No Nut November. What is that? Just nut every day in November? <laughs> you... <laughs> 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 you you nut as many times as the number of the day. So the 30th of January, you would nut 30 times. Oh, <laughs> you, you would die. 
You ain't got that kind of time. Bro, I'm telling you, you got to watch it break it down. I got tears in my eyes just thinking about it. Oh, my God. You got to watch how they break it down. That shit, that'll tickle your soul. I got to see that. You'll talk to somebody about it, I promise. And it started as like web shorts. It was like these little quick videos and it, it turned into a TV show and they're all Canadian and it's just great. Like they hate the French Canadians. <laughs> they make fun of people from Quebec. <laughs> Wow, this shot is to Canada? They're all Canadian, yeah. It's a Canadian-born show. Yeah, I gotta see that. It is absolutely, it's, it's absolutely hilarious. I think they're working on their 10th season. They slowed up because COVID. They released like two eight-season episodes a year. Yeah, so they were busy. They got this whole thing about a guy fucking an ostrich. It's great, <laughs> but it's a story. So they'll be like, they'll say, yeah, so we fucked the ostrich. And one guy will go, like, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so they have these t-shirts I want now where it has an ostrich on it and says allegedly under it. <laughs> That's a great, that's a great thing. Uh, but the only thing is, is everything on their fan shop is from Canada, and I don't know if you ever bought anything from Canada. They kill yeah, you on the shipping. Yeah, shipping's like almost as much bucks? as the products. It's like twenty bucks yeah. for a T-shirt and some shot glasses. For, they sell shot glasses from the bar in the movie, in the, in the show. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it, it, they're really doing a good job with the marketing. It shows, like I said, fucking hilarious. So, so Dorian, you said there were two trades that were going. What was the on? other one? Yeah. Oh, we were talking about um, Golden. Was State it the Golden State Dame trade? Mm-hmm. Adams not too. Adams feels like that's just people putting things out there. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. Why? Like, where you're gonna slide Clay to small forward? He's a little tiny for that position. Uh, little, little, he's a little slight. Oh, uh, six seven. Was he two ten? Garden LeBron and Durant. Well, honestly, I think me personally, I think after this year, don't be surprised if LeBron start playing a lot more four and three. Really? I think, yeah. And 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 the reason being is because I saw something during the playoffs. Maybe because he's hurt, but LeBron, he he can get Pat. No, I take that back. I don't think he can get past people. He's stronger than the average player, but he lost a step. He he doesn't have that first step. Like it's called had. father time. He's old. Absolutely, absolutely. So I won't be surprised if he start playing a little bit of four. I mean, he I, I believe he still can bring the ball up, but he he has no paint game. He would he, have he, to he never learned his, it. He'll have yeah. to rebuild his whole offense around a game he doesn't have or worked on. Yeah, and I know he came out the other day and said, "Well, you know, I want to be a Laker when I retire. I'm going to be here for another five, six, seven years." Mm-hmm. No, dude, you're only going to be there for five, six, seven years if you become a coach. Yeah, because you ain't going to be a player in seven years. Just real. quit dreaming. Real, but look at your average small forward. Like for example, Jason Tatum. Can LeBron guard like stay in front of Jason Tatum? Not anymore. Not anymore. And and these small fours are starting to become. I mean, they're younger. So it's like where on on defense, where can LeBron really fit? Because he can't can't guard your starting small forward. Uh, so it's like he's going to have to guard the four, at least try to guard the four. It's like he's – father time is kicking in, and eventually he's not going to be able to uh, uh, play the three. So that's why I'm like, okay, outside of – Is he going to guard P.J. Tucker? I mean, in, in all seriousness, if, if if they put LeBron on P.J. Tucker, who's winning that one-on-one? Not, 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 not on, on offense because LeBron's blowing by him on offense. Yeah. But LeBron on, on PJ Tucker playing playing defense on Tucker. I still think LeBron's got him. Yeah, height alone he has him because PJ's like what, four. Yeah, but LeBron's still like two sixty. Yeah, right. I mean, okay. six, eight, he's still a specimen. That's the thing that right. he has over everybody else is that he right. is a specimen. Right. He's, he's basically an uber athletic Carl Malone. Like he's a little lighter than Carl. But yeah. He's like a really athletic Carl Malone. Yeah. Well, and, and he, here's my problem though is you're going to be guarding a lot more physical position if you if he moves to four. Mm-hmm. 
His body, I don't think, can take it. I don't think his body can take a full 82 games of that, plus playoffs. If Durant can play the four, LeBron can play the four. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. I mean, that man's that Durant's like a wisp. <laughs> he's like he's like serious serious clown. With this. Yeah. <laughs> has he woke up at all when he since his rookie year? How has he not broken a leg? I, I don't I know. Think so. <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure I'm not a professional athlete, and I got more calf. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I saw a meme that they said uh, he Durant has the body of a 13 year old. Yeah, a thirteen-year-old run through a taffy puller. <laughs> yeah, he's just tall and long. What does that mean? He needs milk. <laughs> That's like at Texas. I mean, his jersey looked like it was for somebody that was. Yeah. <laughs> you mean you mean that comforter he had on? <laughs> Look like Snuggy. <laughs> oh. I don't know which one was worse, Kevin Durant in his Texas jersey or Snoop Dogg in the movie Baby Boy. Where he was wearing like an extra small. Uh, was he wearing like a Mark Cuban medium? What the hell? We, co- we covered this a couple weeks ago. TJ Ford shorts need to be on that list. If a snow, if a snowstorm happened, he could just pull them up and pull them down, the right side of them. Dude, his shorts was yeah. all the way down to his calves. Yes, yeah, so they were basically. It looked like he was wearing a house dress. <laughs> <laughs> and he was still getting past point guards. You would think it would hold him back. He would still get past point guards. Because they, yeah. they got because the shorts would defend the basketball. They would just flow out. Like every time you try to grab the ball, you get a handful of shorts. <laughs> Nike must Nike must have hated him. Be like, I know you don't need all this fabric, son of a bitch. Had he not gotten hurt, he he would have been really good. Yeah, no, I like TJ. I was sad to see his have his neck problems. Yeah. Him and Javid Best. Javid Best, yeah. We, those are our sad ones on the show. Yeah. Javid Best was special. Yeah, and, and of course the Lions pick him after the injury because that's just what we do. Like, how, how do you not know that when a guy lands, you know, is up seven feet and lands on the back of his neck that he's not going to have problems? How do you not think that through? Yeah. Crazy, man. Oh. Crazy. I wonder what he's doing. I think he's coaching or something. Probably. I mean, that's click away. Give me a second. Oh, I he's mean, an Olympic athlete. Oh, really? Is he a track star? Because he do yep. it fast. Yep, track and field. I haven't heard much about him. Not not being a dick, but I haven't heard much about him racing. Well, how close have you followed track and field? Um, I don't know, but I do feel guilty. I listened to what's his name? Acho. Sam? Is yeah. it Sam Acho? Yeah. On, uh, on no, the no, uh, show? Um Emmanuel Acho. Emmanuel Acho, yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. He had a very good point. Why are we not talking about Alice Felix? Oh, I, I saw that ran. That was he is that was absolutely, wonderful. He's yes. absolutely spot on. Why are we not talking about this lady? She had like a life-threatening pregnancy, had an emergency C-section, and has come back and is still an Olympic athlete form, and we're not talking about her? And we're talking about Shakari Richardson, who's not going to be in the Olympics. And, uh, and honestly, honestly, if if I were Shakari's manager, I wouldn't want her in the Olympics because she she's not going to win gold. She's done more for her popularity now than she would have had she been completely clean. She can milk this for four more years. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And just train and get better, win a couple races here and there. Yeah, but she's going to have more endorsements now than had she won gold. And, and that's the culture that we live in is get something to make you famous, regardless if it's good or bad. And it doesn't matter. And you can milk that shit until, until the cow's dry. Man, and this goes back to all style and no substance. Yep, it's all full circle. So is it safe to say that or fair to say that social media is the driving force to all style no substance the devil yeah <laughs> absolutely because you can you can frame yourself in any way you want yep i could go stand in front of a lamborghini and the first thing where'd you get that yep. somebody's gonna ask 
That means in my brain, in, in their brain, somebody's brain, I've convinced them that it's possible for me to have one of those things. And like, and it doesn't and it doesn't matter if you're right or wrong or just first. Just first. And if you're loud enough and you've got a loud enough voice on social media, you can say whatever the hell you want. And as long as you get the clicks, you get the money. And it doesn't matter if if the next day you retract what, whatever you said. It doesn't matter because not only will people have clicked on your initial video, they're gonna click on your apology video, and they're gonna click on the apology to the apology video, and they're gonna click on the why am I canceled video, and then you've got your career. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ben Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens have made a, li- a living on just saying stupid shit and getting people to click on it. And, and, and no one takes them seriously outside of you know the, the people that wear the red hats, but it doesn't matter. They get the clicks, they get the money. And they see the most outlandish things. Because they, they like, know they can. Like Adam said to start, Stephen A's going to get paid for that fucking half-assed apology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that's that's just society nowadays. It's all about how many, how can I get clicks? How can I get eyeballs on the screen? And if I have a video, even better, because you know why I can put ads in that video and I can sell my, myself. Well, see, that worries mm-hmm. me about the podcast a little bit because that would require us to sell out to do those things, to just start saying outlandish shit until football season when Dora Domus is inevitably, inevitably going to be shoved back in his barrel from the fuck he <laughs> comes from. Do you want Dora Domus on the show, BJ? Just ask. <laughs> You know, I haven't been to Sanford in a while, but I remember I would get there. <laughs> Just take 46. Hey, I, tell, up. Hey, I, I, I tell people all the time, you might kick my ass, but you're going to feel that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, you'll, be, you'll regret that decision. <laughs> Look, man, we all know you love Dora Domus, man. It's all good. I love him when he picks on, on the Giants. Yeah. As long as he's not talking about the Dallas Cowboys, it's just fine. He starts talking about the Dallas Cowboys, I take it as a personal front. <laughs> yeah, Dora Domus starts talking about Sa- Saquon Barkley, and you know, BJ's all happy. Yeah, you, oh, yeah, he encouraged that. No. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. 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 Pick the Giants. I really want you to talk about the Eagles more than anything. Just a. Uh, our mutual friend would love that yeah. if you start predicting. Yes, man, that's one person. Your cousin, that's one person. That I want. Yeah, that's one person. I don't want at my door. He'd be like, "Hey, look, man, shit." <laughs> and if if you go too far, I'm just gonna tell Paul you've been talking that shit again. Oh, <laughs> I'll send Paul after you. me. Yeah, I'm gonna send Paul after you. I'm Paul, man. <laughs> we gotta stop this. He's, he's gonna ruin our whole football season. <laughs> hey, man, stop that shit, man. <laughs> just because this team. Paul, man. <laughs> Just because this team's working on back-to-back number one picks. <laughs> I don't know. And, you know they're just going like to put Tebow quarterback and be done with it. Can we say that, please, though? <laughs> put Tebow <laughs> quarterback and no! pray for touchdowns. Dude, pray for touchdowns. I, I about that. I said, you know what? Urban Myers type to where oh. he's a fucking maverick. I can totally see him going, what the hell? Go ahead and he run a couple of plays at quarterback. I can see Urban Meyer doing Oh, that. and then Tebow, Tebow, because he's got the, the crucifix on his side, is going to get like two carries for 80 yards, and that'll be the end of Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> so gonna, I'm just, gonna trade I'm just him. curious. They're going to trade him for offensive linemen. Watch. <laughs> so I, I'm, just, I'm just curious. So, okay, so if, if one team has a Tebow West character who prays for a victory, and another team has a Kurt Warner victor who prays for a victory, who does God choose? Or does God not care? <laughs> Valid point. Well, well judge, <laughs> judging on how loosely, I probably shouldn't use that word, how loosely, I'll use it again just to make sure you heard it. How, <laughs> how loosely God manages the Catholic Church, there's no telling what he's going to think of. <laughs> hey, somehow he, he finds a way to make Notre Dame relevant in, in college sports. So. He needs to quit watching the football team and pay more attention to the priest. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> 
<laughs> you have a point there. Actually, you do have a point. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't like to say I'm right, but I'm right. <laughs> don't don't the Catholics and the Boy Scouts have some kind, kind of agreement? Ooh. After, after the Boy Scouts paid, what was it, $850 million? Oh, wow. Yeah. I never got that, man. Uh, uh, there's some things I... I mm, I was lucky. My father was my scoutmaster, so I was yeah. never I was never in a situation where he wasn't there. I, I don't know what happened. I know I went to one Boy Scout meeting in Leesburg and never again. My mom never let me go again. I don't know what happened. I don't know the oh, full wow. details. I've never asked and probably never want to find out. I want to. I need you to have that conversation. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Because I know the other troops in the area. So that would be interesting to know. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we, uh, we went there, went for one meeting. I had a good time with, with the other boys. I don't know what the hell happened behind the scenes. And it just, it is what it is. Well, it is tied right into uh, Christianity also. So Yeah. So, but you know what? You know, hey, you know, the U.S. Is a, is a Christian nation. Oh, wait, no, no, no. The First Amendment says we're not. Mm. See, you now can't you, tell the locals yeah, that. Now, you're trying to wind me up now. This is bad. <laughs> this is... We got 15 minutes left, so Uh-oh. go for it. Uh oh, here it is. <laughs> oh, just look at my Facebook blaze. page. Well, I mean, blaze. He's about to scorch it. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Uh, I just don't understand, like, how are you going to allow your religion into politics, but you're willing to cut people's rights off, like women's rights? Why? They should have access to all medical treatment available to them. You want to cut that off, but then you want to insert your religion into the politics in, in place of it. And I just, I don't understand why they think that's okay. I think it's because it's, it's their ha- way. It, well, it's happened for so long and it's never been checked. That's why. Because the answer to everything has been add God. Scared of communists, add God to the Pledge of Allegiance. Like, scared. Like, just, no. <laughs> and, and that's the funny thing is people forget that the Pledge of Allegiance was meant to be a Pledge of Allegiance across all nations. Mm-hmm. And it was written by a socialist priest. And, and be just right. It wasn't until the 50s when they scared the co- of communism to be added under Dwight God. Yep. Yeah. It's just, um, I don't know how people can look past it being like a, it's all just symbolism mm-hmm. to to gain their favor. It's a uh, it's a it's actually the original form of virtual signaling. Virtue signaling is that. Yeah. Well, you've said it best. It's all it's all go. Yeah. Also, no go. Yep. It's also no go because it, it's all about the symbol, not what the symbol means, not right. what the symbol stands for, not what's behind the symbol. It's all about the symbol. Like George Pell. Does that name ring a bell? No. He is a Australian cardinal, and he has been quoted as saying that. Abortion is a great moral crime. Priests molesting children. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's why in Texas, if they even think you haven't had an abortion, that it's a ten thousand dollar reward for them to for someone to turn you into the police. See, that's fucking terrible. But also a good way to make side cash. Yeah. And now I, I remember I remember hearing about in history class where a society turned on their neighbors. For money and for politics, where where did that happen? You aren't talking about the Civil War, are you? I was thinking more Salem or Germany. Witch trials, Nazi stuff. Yeah, I mean, I see that. Yeah, if she floats, (laughs) if she floats, she's a witch. (laughs) (laughs) If she she doesn't, she dies. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the the best story from that was the guy that was crushed to death by the rocks because he refused to, to. to you know, to say like to go with the the bullshit that was going on, and at the end of the he was just like more more weight, 
I don't care. More weight. <laughs> Damn. Oh, like if I'm in that situation, they're killing me. With my last breath, I'm doing everything to make them believe I am a witch. <laughs> Every everything, everything I can. If I if I know any magic tricks, I'm pulling it out while the rock's on my chest. Like, check this shit out. <laughs> Poof. Hey, what's the difference between magic and science? Fact. Yep. Understanding. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying. I I came into the show like last week. I felt like I went off a little bit, so I was like, I came into the show with like the intentions of just being uh, an accessory to the situation. <laughs> I was trying not to be the situation tonight, and you guys are trying to make me the fucking situation. <laughs> we just having a candid conversation, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, if any if anybody's gone to my Facebook page, they know how I feel about the situation to the point where I've thought of taking it down because I feel like I'm having my audience. Our audience. If anybody ever looked at it, they'd be like, "Holy shit." So the, the guy, the guy I'm talking about was uh, Giles Corey. He was sentenced to death by pressing. According to the law at the time, a person who refused to plead could not be tried. To avoid people cheating justice, the legal remedy was refusing to plead was death by pressing. In this process, prisoners were stripped naked and heavy boards were laid on their bodies. Their ricks or rocks or boulders were laid on the planks of wood. This was the process to be, of being pressed to get a conviction out of them. Dang. With his last breath, Giles said, "More weight." <laughs> That's gangster. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. Like, these atrocities across history. I like, like that guy. <laughs> but, but, don't, that but don't guy. worry. That never happened because it happened before 1776. So that never uh, happened to this country. Well, that's prehistory. Yeah, of, of course. <laughs> prehistory. <laughs> that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Damn man, it's a lot of a lot of weird things happened between the early 1500s and 1776. We don't talk about that time a lot for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Some something to do with small pox, spot, smallpox blankets and killing people in the name of God, mm-hmm. stuff like that, that happens you know? today. So Are we still using the smallpox blanket. That shit was effective as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I mean, you you do have um, anchors on one news station who all got the COVID vaccine. They're telling people to not get the COVID vaccine. It's so weird. Mm. 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 Could those be well, assholes? That's the technical term for it. Yes. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if fucker Carlson's got taken the vaccine yet. Oh, he has. Are you yeah. serious? Carlson? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you that motherfucker? Yeah. Yeah. Of all the buses to hit people, and it misses that guy. He doesn't walk around enough bus. Well, okay. <laughs> now, I know we talked about family history with Rachel Nichols. Do you know who Tucker Carlson's mom is? Swanson heiress? Yep. Owns the yeah. frozen dinners. Yeah. So they've had a really? huge, huge part in contributing to our uh, cardiovascular yep. health. Wow. Yeah, I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah. So when he talks about his upbringing, yeah, think about that. He literally had a golden spoon in his mouth when he was He's, born. He has no place to talk about the common man. No. Yeah. But he'll By tell you way, all about it. I am perfectly fine with that term, the common man, because that usually means you're normal. Yeah, it's, it's a good feeling, dude. I noticed that um that Will Kane went back to uh, Fox News. Remember Will that, Kane? That surprised uh, me. The the guy from from ESPN or and ESPN, Fox Sports. Yeah, he started at Fox News. I thought. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. They, he, that, can, he can join Dean Kane and be irrelevant too. <laughs> Kane is. Did you ever? On Fox News. Did you ever want to like find out if these guys are filled with as much hate as they spread? 
Like, do you ever want to fight one of them to see, like, do you hate that much? I, I 100% I, believe it's an act. It's yeah, because like, because you don't understand is you've made a lot of people hate you that much. You might get chin checked one day and not understand what's happening. Yeah. You might walk into a restaurant, and get popped in the face, and be like, "What's that about?" Oh, shit. No, they they wouldn't you go to restaurants where people would do that to them. They they go to those fancy restaurants. That mm-hmm. means we need to start going to fancy restaurants. That's what that means. Well, yeah. you get the money to go to them, huh? I sure as hell don't. Just I don't know. Are it, you going to be like Abe Froman, the Sasha's King of Chicago? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the <laughs> Abe Froman. <laughs> <laughs> sausage king of chicago <laughs> and yes our, our both of our listeners probably got that reference and good good on them yes <laughs> yes but yes i i 100 believe that it's an act just like Stephen a smith wait no she isn't she was the sausage king of orlando Careful. <laughs> whatever i thought spit roast was just for barbecue <laughs> <laughs> Ten fifty five, what the fuck do you want from <laughs> yeah. look, I don't care about anybody's sex life until you start airing out the other dirty parts of your life we can make fun of it. then i care about it. it's the same thing we talked about earlier if you're going to ask for protections for certain things you have to give protections for certain things if you choose not to do this you open yourself up to assholes like me <laughs> when when you're trapped together with with a limited number of people and you have certain urges you just kind of have to yeah. act on them and it, it doesn't matter once you leave maybe she should have acted on it before we got to threesome level some people can only be satisfied by going to the next level that's just who they are that's that's why they're bsdm clubs is that what you're saying (laughs) that's what it sounds like you're saying is that the rock side you holding up there no, that's that that's that Diamond Dallas Diamond Dallas page roast beef sandwich sign I'm holding up there. DDP. DDP. Actually, this is just DP. Which is what was going on. Yes, folks, we are this immature. Yes. This I, is not an act. I, this is who I'm we not are. Attempt, I'm not attempting to hide it, nor will I. It's a problem for you. Just fucking tune out. Tune us out. What you do with everybody else? Ignore us. Go on about your day. But uh, we might just be your kind of stupid. Yeah, that's gonna be our tagline. And we we might be your friends kind of stupid. So feel free to so share. Yeah, visit us share. on Twitter. Share it. Like it. Because we knew this might be dumb enough for you. Yes. <laughs> so and and on that note, I think, ladies and gentlemen, that's will conclude this week's episode of Sandlot Sports. Take care, guys. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.